Welcome into the Inside the NFL Prospects podcast series. I'm Jack Borowski, joined here alongside my co-host Brian Sternberg. On this episode, we are fortunate to have on Nick McLeod. Nick is a starting cornerback for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and has been a breakout star this season, accounting for five pass breakups and an interception. Nick, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, with this season, Nick, we, we know you had a fantastic career at NC State, but moving uh, over to Notre Dame for your final season of collegiate football, what's the, the experience been like so far playing for the Fighting Irish? Uh, man, it's just everything that I that I imagined it would be, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, I just want to say that, um, like, NC State, that was the greatest experience for me as well. For me as well. I, just, I met a lot of great people. Um, had a lot of great coaches, but um, I just thought that it was best for me to just move on. But as far as the experience here, I mean, like you said, just playing on the winning team, um, getting making some plays and just being able to contribute to something special, that's, I couldn't ask for more. And, Nick, this year, especially for this nerdy football team, historic season, knocked off number one Clemson, just mm-hmm. defeated North Carolina. How does this team approach each week differently? And, like, what is your mindset as a team and as an individual going into each game? Um, as a team, I think just – I think the individual – every individual just tries to, to lock in for the week and better themselves throughout the week to help the team play well overall, if that makes sense. Um, we just try to take each week with a with a with an old mentality, just try to win each week. And as far as me personally, um, just try to continue to better the things I want to uh, to work on as a player. And then just as far as week to week, if I if I put something that I felt like I need to get better in on film uh, from last week, just trying to attack that as well. So. And for those who don't know, Nick, they're going to see the accolades, how, how well you and this defense have done this season. But in addition to just being labeled starting cornerback, what type of role do you play on the Notre Dame defense? Of course, I played a lot of football, so just try to be a vocal and vocal leader, also leading by example for, for the younger guys that, that we have behind me and in the room, as far as my corner room. Um, and yeah, just just trying to bring some energy, a lot of energy to the to the defense and also to the team. So, despite the fact that you're a transfer student, I'm sure you've been you've still been able to help the underclassmen. So, how's that been for you? Because a lot of the underclassmen look up to to you guys, seniors and juniors, and and uh, take pieces from your game and apply to their game. Yeah, like you just said, um, we got a lot of younger guys in, in the corner room. Um, the only older guys um, are me and Tariq. And, you know what I'm saying, Tariq is a junior. I'm a fifth-year senior. But if you look at outside of that, we have all freshmen in the room. So just trying to be an example of how I approach each week and how I play the game for the younger guys is really huge for, for the development of our room. So, Nick. Uh, on your defense, mentioned Tariq, and you talk about Sean in the secondary, Jeremiah. I mean, there's uh, from top to bottom. You got you have one of, if not the best defense in the entire nation. How do you think playing alongside a ton of talented players forces you to elevate your game week in and week out? Oh uh, yeah, like you just said, it, it forces you to elevate your game because you know those guys. Um, they're going to prepare, 
and they're going to play hard, make plays on Saturday. So you don't want to be you don't want to be the guy that doesn't do that and let the defense down. Not only the defense, but the team. So, I mean, I don't think it's too much pressure in that, but we just do it for each other because we got a lot of love for each other. So. And Nick, you guys are almost there, almost at the end of the season, ranked number two right now. What does this Nordian football team have to do to keep it up, stay in the playoff contention, and end up winning a national championship? Um, like I said earlier, I just said we got to stay with our process. Um, keep attacking each week like it's a, a an O and O week. Like we have, like this is the final game of the season, first game. Like we just gotta attack that week for what it is, and just I feel like we keep doing that, then everything else will take care of itself. So, Nick, we've seen the progression over your career, but taking it back to high school, what was the recruiting process like for you? And then what made you decide, I want to take my talents to play at uh, NC State? Well, recruiting for me was was kind of very slow for me. Um, I didn't play defense. I didn't start on defense until my senior high school. Um, played a lot of wide receivers, so I didn't have a lot of defensive field. So for me, recruiting, I had to go through a lot of camps, um, just try to get where in whatever way I could. And then in terms of, when I actually popped off as recruiting, I had um, my senior year, I, I made a lot of plays in the first couple of games. So I made a little um, half season highlight tape. So when that got out, I started to get a lot more attention. Um, and then as for NC State, um, my final four schools were NC State, Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech, and UCLA. And for me, it, it just was a, a at-home feeling. I had knew some of the guys on the team. Um, I had gotten really close with Coach George Barlow and Coach um, Eddie Faulkner. And I just felt like at the time that was the best decision for me. Um, just due to the situation, I, I knew I was going to be able to go in and compete. And I just loved, like, the vibe of the team at that point. So I just I felt like it was something I could mesh well with. So. And, Nick, obviously, deciding to transfer to Notre Dame, how do you think that has and is going to stay up for success, not only on the football field, but also for life after football? Um, so the decision to transfer, I mean, last year was a very hard year for me. Um, being hurt um, as a captain, not being able to help my team in any kind of way, really, besides, um, like, vocally or or just trying to talk the guys up. Um, so it was just really hard. But as far as the decision to transfer, I mean, I just – I felt like I could <clears> – <throat> I could set myself up in a better position with the way I played um, in the film I had to just better myself in terms of getting to the league and also in terms of being able to win a national championship. So I always felt like I was that kind of player, but I never really thought about the thought of transferring until I got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I just had a lot of time to think to myself. Um, Ended up graduating in the spring, and then I just – I felt like that was the best thing for me to do. But as far as – how that's going to set me up for success um, when I leave. I feel like um, just being able to play in different systems. Um, when I got here, you know what I'm saying, I love the system here, Coach Lee. I feel like he's the best defensive, co- uh, defensive coordinator in the nation. Um, and just seeing how things operate, being able to go against top-tier competition every day, in, day in and day out. So, I mean, I just feel like everything that Notre Dame brings is going to just help me elevate myself from – the standpoint of football when I leave here and also life after football too. So. 
that injury obviously devastating um, early on and really early on in the season. But what were you able to take away from it in terms of the glass half full? In what ways do you think it made you a better player and just a, a better person as a whole? Oh, uh, I mean, I always been the type of the type of player just to to take advantage of everything that I had because, like I said, in recruiting, I I didn't I wasn't a, a player who had a silver spoon in recruiting. You know what I'm saying? I had to get everything really from the ground up, and so I feel like when I got that injury, it kind of put me back into that mode of I just gotta I gotta take every every opportunity like it could be gone because it was gone for me. So. I mean, I, I think going through that, it just made my mentality a whole lot stronger that if if I'm not hurt, if I'm not broke, there's nothing that can break me. So it definitely, I would say it definitely benefited me in the end. So, because I came back stronger than ever, I feel like. And Nick, when we look at performances this year, two fumble, fumble recoveries against uh, a very talented Clemson team, multiple games with uh, past, past breakups. In terms of playing against very talented uh, players on the opposite side of the field, how do you think that helps you improve your game? Like I said, um, I feel like, like for me, starting NC State, like even even those days when I used to go against Kelvin Harmon every day in practice, I just felt like any time that you can go against top tier competition, it will definitely benefit your game in the end. Because like I said, me and Kelvin used to go at it every day, um, and then you see. He ended up. He made some plays last year for the uh, the football team in the NFL. So just that, and like I said, going against the guys I go against in practice every day, and just translating into the game, um, it helps you because even if they, even if you do get beat on the play, you you can learn from that play if you if you correct your mistakes. So I just feel like going against top tier competition is everything for development and everything to getting you where you want to go. So. Statistics-wise, Brian touched on the game against Clemson, two fumble recoveries. But and we, we know mindset, take one game at a time. But obviously that one is special, not only for you and this team, but the Notre Dame football program as a whole. So, Nick, take us through what was that experience like, that, like the entire day leading up to the game, the experience of the game, and then afterwards. Take us through that. I mean, yeah, like you said, we we try to take one, we try to take it every week at a time. But that game was a was one that you couldn't ignore. So, I mean, for but as far as like the day of the game, I mean, of course they're gonna be like jitters, but I just tried my best to just calm myself as much as I could um, until game time. Like I probably took a nap for probably about two or three hours before the game. We were in the hotel just to try to get my mind off of it, just try to relax myself. But um, in terms of that day, man, it was just, I mean, you had, like, we, we got talented players as well on our team. So there was never a moment to where we felt like we couldn't win the game. But um, just going out there and executing when we did on the plays that we did and just, just battling with those guys, man. It just, I mean, I feel like we, we gained a lot as far as a team, um, the, the program. We Now we, you know what I'm saying, we always knew we can beat those guys, but now it's like, yeah, we, we did it. You know what I'm saying? So there's no reason why we can't go do it again if we if we see them again later down the road. So, And, Nick, just looking back at your time at North Carolina State, you have a tendency to do well against 
big opposition. You had the, your career high in tackles, 10 against Clemson. What is it about going up against these tougher opponents that you perform better in? Like, like I said earlier, we got a lot of talented people on the defense. So in those games, more than ever, I just feel like you got to be ready to, to do what you got to do. You got to prepare. You got you to compete. And you just got to go out there and try to make plays. So, I mean, I necessarily don't think that it's, it's in those big games more than, more than the, uh, the not bigger games. But I just feel like in those games, they're glorified more like if that makes sense. Like what you do or what you don't do is going to be put on the spot more. So I just feel like I just try to take the same approach every week. So Ball skills are a huge part of playing the quarterback position. In high school, playing mostly wide receiver, what went into the decision to then uh, convert to cornerback? And h- how do you think having played receiver until your senior year of high school um, has helped as a cornerback? Um, well, as far as my standpoint, it was very frustrating because um, it's not really something that I wanted to do. I always wanted to play defense. I always knew I was a, a, a really good, a very good defensive back. But at the time, um, I just played receiver because that was something that my coach thought the team needed. And so that's what I did. But like you said, in the end, it just made me a better, a better corner, just understanding splits, understanding releases, understanding what the offense is trying to do to the defense. So, I mean, I definitely benefited um, from it in the end. So, Nick, I mean, has it kind of gone around that you have a legit shot playing the, in the NFL? I mean, that that's always been a goal from day one. Like, even, like, literally, I always – I feel like I've always been a lot more mature than, than people my age. So, I mean, every time I was grinding to, to get to where I'm at now, I was also grinding to get to where I want to be. So, I mean, I just feel like that's always been in my mind from the time I was 9, 10 years old. So. Nick, unique offseason because of COVID-19. And it, it obviously wasn't a normal transition. You know, you having transferred to Notre Dame and then it, there was no spring ball, fall camp. It was just all different uh, than we were used to. But with the time off, you touched on the way y- your work ethic has separated you. Um, what did you work on over this time period off um, to get yourself ready for whenever you guys were going to return to the field? Really and truly, um, from the time, like the quarantine time period to to now, I mean, well, not to now, but from the quarantine time period to where I wasn't with with the program at NC State and I, and I really was focusing on school, I, I really took that opportunity to just, try to get my, my knee back to where I wanted it to get. Um try to get stronger and faster, of course, every day. But it was it was mainly just trying to get my knee to to where I needed to get to to where I could be back to myself. So but I just um from that time I was still at school before we went home for COVID, I, I was training with one of my former teammates back in Raleigh. He he was working at a gym so he was working me out, helping me get my knee um back to where I could. Um still training my upper body getting stronger there um and then just trying to get in shape when i when i when i got my knee back to where i wanted to get into i was my sister plays high school basketball so i was working out with her a lot running up and down the gym just trying to get back in shape and then also me and stefan gilmore we was just we were training a lot from the from the time when i got home from when we got sent home for COVID. um he was a, a big help big influence um we worked out probably two three times a week you know what i'm saying so and what was that experience like training with a 
all-star NFL player. It doesn't really affect our relationship too much because I've been around Steph my whole life. So, um, but just with him getting the respect he deserves now, I mean, it just just makes me go harder. I guess not even go harder because I always went hard, but just make me. It makes it feel more attainable. You know what I'm saying? So, Nick, the the upperclassmen that you guys have at Notre Dame, obviously, really talented group, but. Being you're on a roster filled with a lot of really good younger guys, is there a, a player that hasn't gotten that media attention yet, but really stood out to you and uh, should be on draft radars pretty soon? I mean, I feel like Clarence for the for the job he does as a true freshman, um, Clarence Lewis. I mean, I feel like you know, I'm saying that's hard to go out there and play corner as a true freshman and and play the level he's been playing at. So definitely him. Um. I mean, we definitely got more, but as far as one that stands out to me, I mean, he's in my group every day, so I'm, of course I'm going to try to say he stands out. So, yeah, I mean, I just feel like Clarence, the way he approaches um, his work week in and week out, the way he performs on Saturday, I mean, I definitely feel like he needs some respect. So, And, Nick, as so many know, NFL doesn't last forever. Um, so once your football career comes to an end, whenever that may be, what are your career aspirations? Um, well, I have a marketing to, marketing degree from NC State, so either stand around the game through sports marketing or some somewhere type of form of, of of that right there. Or if not that, just being like I always thought being a coach or being a trainer, just being able to impact kids how my my trainer did for me and help kids get where they want to get to. That's that's something that's that's really huge for me. So. When watching the NFL, Nick, are there certain players that you feel you play similar to, emulate your game after? Just guys you you like to study to uh, take pieces uh, from their game and apply them to yours. I wouldn't necessarily say that I I try to take my my like I try to model my game after anybody else. I mean, I watch Steph a lot because, of course, we're we're very close. Um, but I just try to look at a lot of different people and just do what they try to do what they do well try to mold it in my game so i mean i grew up a really big richard sherman fan so if it was one person or two people i guess you could say steph and richard sherman but as of as of now when i've gotten older i just try to take a lot from a lot of people and just if i can do it just put it into my game so and nick you still have some time but have you thought about signing an nfl contract and what would be the first thing you'd like to do with your signing bonus Oh, I haven't even I haven't even thought to that point. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to trying to keep making plays with my team right now. So definitely a great answer. And for our last question, Nick, we've seen your journey, the amount of success, resilience that that you've had to go through to to get to this point where you're one of the best cornerbacks of the nation on the number two team in the country. But for any high school kids who are going through the process, what's the best piece of advice that you could give to them? Um, just never give up. Just keep working to keep praying because I'm if, if any if it's anybody out there that 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 knows what it means to, to go through it and get it out of the mud is definitely me. Because like I said, my situation I I didn't play on defense until my senior year of high school and then you know what I'm saying? Just, just keep keep working, keep praying, and and don't let school be the reason that you that you can't get to where you want to get to. Because I've seen that a lot as well. So, 
That was Nick McLeod with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We really appreciate all your insight and wishing you best of luck in the rest of the season. Thank you.